You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Is, uh, this is Jordan, uh, one of Hans's friends, that's uh, filling in for Hans um, because he's, uh, he, as you know, he might he has double pneumonia. Uh, I don't really know Andrew that well, so this is going to be kind of a weird podcast. This will be a little awkward. This is going to be like when you're sitting next to a, you know somebody in a greyhound. Right. Uh, so uh, uh, hold on, Hans is giving me some notes here. Hold on a minute. Okay. Um, uh, it says that you guys used to be in a band together. Is that, uh, you guys, is that what you guys usually talk about? I'm not sure where you're getting your information from. Oh, fuck that. I'm feeling much better, <laughs> motherfuckers. I'm back. What's Stop. great is you're better, and now I'm kind of feeling sick. Uh, see, it's, it's, it's the vicarious visions of mm-hmm. sickness. It's taking over the whole world. Man, I am feeling so good. You know why I'm feeling good, Andrew? Why don't you ask you me? You coughed that shit up? I coughed all that shit up. I had a good, I had like a spiritual cough session where I was alternately sh- uh, uh, last uh, la- it was a couple nights ago and then last night where I said I'm gonna get all the shit out so I got a pop I cooked I boiled you know how hot a rice cooker gets right oh yeah I boiled about a, uh, a quart of water in my rice cooker I dumped some lemon some ginger in it I let that shit go into my fucking nose I was and I was wow. alternate and so I sat on the toilet and alternately shit and coughed while that shit was going up my nose. <laughs> and played a drum. Played a fucking animal yeah, high drum. I played a, I played a Bodron. It was amazing. <laughs> and, um... Uh, and I spit out a literally, like... I'd say about a, a rocks glass of... Jesus of Christ. It was amazing. Uh, I still sound a little froggy. But, um... Uh, the die the doctor gave me a grim diagnosis, and uh, I said, "Fuck that." Said nope. Said nope. Yep. Uh, you will uh, also be charmed to know that I have decided to go vegan. This is uh, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about this. We for those at home, we tried to do this podcast a few days ago with uh, just sub disastrous results. Yeah. Uh, I actually put it together and tried to listen to it, and it was the least funny thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, I don't even... I, I actually... 
uh, I was, what I didn't tell you, what I didn't tell is that I had taken my, um, my meds and I had washed it down with NyQuil and then did the podcast. So <laughs> it sounded I, like it. If I sounded a little spacey, we should put that out as like a blooper reel. Oh uh, man, it's really like it's it's depressing because it's just you and maybe because I'm looking at you on the screen, but you're like under a blanket. You're like, uh, this, <laughs> this girl won't return my calls. It was just, it was really uh, dark. Yeah. Maybe part of why I sound like I have such a spring in my step is because spring t- it's spring again and love is in the air. Andrew and I have achieved the impossible. No way. I think this girl likes me. No shit. What yeah. leads you to that uh, that conclusion? Um, well, we hung out twice, mm-hmm. and uh, she hasn't told me to go fuck myself yet. Excellent. So, <laughs> um, things you are can ask up. for very little more than that. Things are looking up. Yeah, things are looking up. Um, don't know what else is going to happen. We, I'm playing it real loose. I mean, I, I, we don't really text at all. Haven't really talked to her since, actually. But I'm, I'm thinking positive anyway. Um, but because I'm feeling good, I'm starting to spend money again. So I'm going to okay. have to get my meds adjusted, which is... Which is awesome. Life is uh, life is hands me many cards. It's like Uno, where you get a, a different color every card. Um, I've never played Uno in my life. Really? Is that weird? I don't think that's weird. Okay. I started playing. Only reason I started playing Uno is because um, yes. I'm oh, sorry. I just checked my email and my direct deposit went through. Yes. Excellent. I have money. more money to spend. I love money. Yes. Um, no. Uh, what was I saying? Oh. Uh, Uno. Well, Uno. Uh, the only reason I've been indoctrinated uh, into Uno is because um, I uh, got a new phone, uh, as mentioned in episode number seven. Mm-hmm. I got a new phone, and uh, it comes with a free Uno game. So I play oh, Uno all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Wow. I'd s- fuck. Yeah. I didn't I know, know Uno was like the thing. You could- I thought you had to have two people to make it work. Uh, no, because I... Or have- I guess the name Uno would lead me no, <laughs> to no. other conclusions see, that I thought see, about it. For the boredom of, of the listening public, I'll explain that Uno is when you have to get down to you only have one card left. Interesting. Um, you start with about ten So I cards. fucked up twice there. That's no, okay, man. It's okay. You make more money than I do and um, you have a better life than I do. So let me have the uh, Uno Again, vic- up, up for the, debate. Let me have the Uno victory, man. Okay. Um, I did get my Amtrak Guest Rewards card in the mail. Uh, and it's a credit card, which I didn't realize I applied for. Excellent. So that's dangerous. Dangerous toys I've got right now. Jesus Christ. Um, <coughs> I watched the movie Colors tonight. I'm really on the good foot. Yeah, you seem like you're really you're on it. The, that vegan diet's going, it's doing things. Andrew, you wouldn't believe. I mean, that's no... I uh, Most vegans I know are nice, but they're... It's like... I'm not going to stand in front of a first store. I'm really not going to do that. I don't care if you wear... I still wear leather shoes. I just... I like the food. It's neat. And I realize that I've been on the vegan good foot since last week. And I already feel better. I feel lighter. Uh, Which is... I'm going to run into problems. Because if I lose a bunch of weight, it's going to be like... I'm going to lose like 90% of what I talk about in a self-deprecating manner. Which is how I... Kind we'll have to go of, back um, into the record books at that point. Yeah, I mean, if we got a request for more Internet Romeo stories. Oh well, um, I'm running out of Internet Romeo stories. But you know what? I could tell the story. Uh, I could tell the story about the woman you met, Sarah from the third. Oh, that's right. The, th- the third Sarah from Seattle. The third Seattle. Sarah. <laughs> <clears throat> the only one you met. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm still coughing. Uh, she actually contacted me a long time ago on Facebook, 
and because I'm still friends with her. It's the only mm-hmm. one I'm really still friends with. We don't really talk. She got married. Uh, my time spent in Seattle with the crazy girl. I never talked to her or anything, but you know we're cool. We're cool. Um, okay, uh, let's go back to a time, uh, the time of MySpace. Um, I love the time of MySpace. The time of MySpace, the embryonic formative years of internet kicking it. Um, gather around while I tell uh, probably the last really good uh, internet Romeo story. <laughs> Um, like for anyone ever, this is going to be, you close the book on this one? No, I, I mean, I'm just thinking, I mean, there are internet Romeo things that I haven't even thought of yet. Actually, when I was writing copy for I Fucked Here, um, I thought about a ton of like Victory Records message board hookups that Ooh. I, like from like the late nineties <laughs> and shit, like I, I, that I just never counted as part of my canon, but I'll have to go back and, uh. And review. I remember fucking a girl in her uncle's boathouse while he was working on a boat on the other side of the fucking boathouse. Yeah. How big was this boathouse? Thick enough. Thicker than my dick. Wow. Thicker than my dick. (laughs) Um, Yeah. yeah, It was my first first of many bad jokes. All right. Her name was Sarah. I met her because I messaged her on MySpace because I added thin lizzy fans on myspace and put them as my number one because i was really into thin lizzy at the time you know what occurred to me actually just as you're saying this when i was on myspace uh phil fucking from uh from thin lizzy friended me and i thought that was real weird because he was dead for 20 years yep what's up was that were you behind fucking uh, the phil uh, and odd fucking that, myspace that was me and thank yeah. you for reminding me about that Yes, that was uh, that was in the time, really early time, where people would actually, if you were like, if Phil Lynott were to friend you, you'd be like, oh my god, it's actually him. And, Weird. And, whoa. And I was, I was him. I acted like him. I was like, I'm back from the grave. Fuck all you assholes. <laughs> and I woke up one morning and I had like a thousand friends. <laughs> And people were like, oh my god, it's really you. Like really out there. Like Jesus I Christ. Had a, yeah, so... Uh, it was cool for a while, and then uh, then I, I stopped. But um, that's my <laughs> like short... many things on MySpace. It was cool till it wasn't. Like, it was cool till it wasn't. It was cool when I had to like skip class to like monitor a girl I liked, uh, top friends, because she kept moving me around in Ooh. order, and uh, eventually phased me out of the top friends completely. And I had to call her on a school on one of the school <laughs> payphones. <laughs> Because I didn't have a cell phone yet, and I was like, "What did I do?" Yeah, exactly. I was like, "What do I do?" And she's like, "She's like, she's like, how did you know that? I just did that." And I was just like refreshing on the school computer, like in the hallway, like her fucking MySpace. Yeah, that was that was not good for my my triggers. Um, But okay, so this girl, I I saw her. She looked looked really hot to trot. She had like blonde hair, like little streaks. She had the kind of streaks going. She looks cute. Uh, uh, and uh, she had some name that I forget, some fake name. But I added her, and I said, "Hey, you know, like, what's going on? You know, really laying down the internet Romeo shit thick because that's because I was a my I was a makeout club veteran, mm-hmm. and that you know that was like fish in a barrel at that time. You know, you talk about <laughs> like say you like the Smiths and like put a promise ring quote up, and you're like immediately like yeah, forget it. You're you good. get laid like ten times, like no no question." And for a person in their young 20s, that was like it. You know, it's like automatically. I'm sure it's the same way now on Tumblr and everything else where you're just like, you know, oh, yeah, I like Promise Ring, I guess. You know, oh, yeah, you like that old shit. Okay. I like cool. that, that 
picture you posted of uh, of the old timey Hollywood couple. Yes, like I like that like Laurel and Hardy gif you posted. Let's, <laughs> let's bone, you know. Like it's so easy, you know. It's just so easy because I if we achieve anything between I fucked here and overnight drive, it's that let's just you know break down the barriers of of all this pretentious fucking shit and let's just have sex with each other. That's where you're going. That, that's that's the end game. No, no, I don't know what I was going with that. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's late. It's late for us. We're old. It is we're old late men, right now. man. It's like nine thirty already. And like you know, I had like a big, I had a, a solo conference call today with people who run big companies. How'd that go? Uh, it was okay. My boss was listening in, and that was nerve wracking. <laughs> um, were you supposed to play the part of your boss? Like, oh, he can't talk right now. He's just going to listen no, while he reads boss, popular mechanics. My boss is uh, my age and makes 11 times more than I do. Excellent. So she's like, oh, she's cool, and we're like on a level, but she's also like really sympathetic, so she gives me like important jobs to do, even though I don't make that much money. Makes sense. Yeah, it's fine. And um, But she was like listening in, because I knew that she was listening in, because she has a bottle of seltzer water on her, t- on her desk always, and I heard the psst. When she was opening, <laughs> and I knew it was her in the call. Then I looked over, and she was totally listening in. And I'm like, "Oh my fucking god!" So I'm talking to these people, and I'm like, "Yeah, this is what you got to do." Blah blah blah. But I I took uh, I I channeled my inner Tony Montana, where I was just like a strong speaker and mm-hmm. louder than everybody else. And I was just like, "Okay, here's what you got to do. This doesn't require a lot of discussion. We just have to do it now." Everybody get on your computers and go on this. And we all, and it was like 15 minutes and we were done. And I aced yeah, it. Yeah, man. I aced it. I was on that good foot because I took my vitamin B12. It was good. It was real good. You know? That's pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah, that's where my life is. So, you know, uh, it's, it was fun. I, I take great pride in meaningless jobs. I do. It's great. You I know, know a lot of people like that. Anyway, let's talk about. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. In great, and, and it wouldn't be a, a Internet Romeo story if I didn't get sidetracked like a zillion times. Um, okay, so we talk, and it's like this is how inexplicable a lot of these things are. Because over the course of talking, for like, it has to be like maybe three weeks, mm-hmm. she decides to take a plane to visit her friend in North Carolina, I'm thinking. But also buy an alternate plane ticket and they could take a detour to Albany. Why not? Yeah, why not? To spend time with me, a hunk, who she's never met. Why not? Why not? Exactly. I'm thinking, yeah, you know the story. You know, you know the deal. Uh, we're talking, talking, you know, things are cool, but we know. And then a revelation hits us that we're probably going to do it, you know. and uh, Like this... while you were in the car, it suddenly occurred <sighs> to you? No, like we were on the phone. Oh, okay. I used to call her a ton, you know, because okay. I, I like that. I have the phone work. I like, you know how I like to talk on the phone to girls. I love it. And um, <laughs> I love it. I'm always on the phone, man. Hey, what's going on? What did girl? I do? What did I do? Why did you take me off Top Friends? <laughs> oh, I remember this clear as day, man. All you motherfuckers out there, all you 20-year-olds, you don't have to deal with that MySpace Top Friends bullshit Yeah, anymore. man, that was the, the, torturous. the fucking deep politics of the MySpace Top oh, Friends. Oh, God, that was torturous. Wake up. What the fuck? I'm number seven now? What the fuck? Who the fuck is Rebel X? Who the fuck is this fucking dude? Who's the fuck? <laughs> is some dude who, you know, seriously. Who the fuck is this? 
I'm like, who the fuck are you talking to? Who's this? Oh, it's just a friend. You know, and then it'd be like all the bullshit excuses. And then she'd like move me back up. But then like later in the day, she'd move Revel X back up. Oh, man. Like running the fucking game on me. You had a driving, hard time, man. Drive men nuts. You drive men nuts. Where do I stand? Men just need to know where they stand. We're simple creatures. Where do I yeah, stand? Having, having a ranking system like that does nobody any good. Oh, move me out of number one. You're done. But it was also, but you flip it over, and it's like you move a girl out of number one, you get that text, like, instantly. And her friends tell her, too. Her fucking friends, man. Oh, yeah. Jesus, uh, this is really bringing me back. I haven't, yeah, I haven't thought exactly. of it these days in a minute. This is like, fuck. Like, like, all right, hell. like, all right, like, I'd call, I'd fucking call her game. I'd move, like, Pink Floyd into number one, you know? Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, why Why can't you make me number one? Because like, I fucking I like, like Pink Floyd more. I like Pink Floyd way more than you. You suck. <laughs> When you when you can be cooler than the song "Learning to Fly," fucking you call me on my phone, all right? But if right now you're number two, maybe you're number five, maybe you're number three, maybe you're number thirty-six. I'll take you right off. I'll put Taco Bell in your place. How about that? I remember there was a while where I had uh, I had a weird like MySpace fan club. I don't know why. I think like I I was into some real corny shit, and I remember going mm-hmm. to uh, a show and having like two girls pull me aside and be like, "Oh, you're so and so on MySpace," and I'm like. Yeah. yeah. Like, who, who are you? And like, oh, we're your stalkers. Oh, dude, I totally, but, I totally hooked up with the girl who was one of your fans. I remember that. Oh, now. is that right? Because like, I remember she, clearly being like, oh, that's cool, and then walking away. I mean, like that was the weirdest fucking oh, interaction yeah. I've had with anybody. This was like night. Go, I go in a nightclub, Andrew, working at the fucking movie theater. Andrew. Yeah, and a fucking dark time in my life. Oh yeah, man. No, that was that was up and down for you. And uh, and uh, we were on even. See, I've never left that, and you you had moved on to greener pastures. But I, uh, <laughs> it's uh, that was that was a wild time, and that was good. Wait, me and Andrew going to eighties night, you know. Yeah. Like, oh my god, fucking falling down on the way home. That oh, was a real shit, cool, man. dude. Oh yeah, man, going to fucking ghetto chopper. We reminiscing uh, hard, man. God. Remember that? That was good. <laughs> anyway, okay. So th- here's the set. This is like two thousand six. All right. Dead, dead heat in MySpace. I meet this girl. We talk for a while. We bond over a local synth artist named Terry Dawn. Okay. Um, we we happen to be fans of him. I was a fan of him at the, t- at the time. She decides she's gonna fly here. I'm like fucking awesome. <coughs> so we're talking. Um, <clears throat> we're both Seahawks fans. Great, perfect. It seems like a match made in heaven. And I'm thinking, bro, I guess I gotta move to Seattle now. You know, because that's crickets. how <laughs> crickets exactly. Because that's how I usually think. <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, this girl, this girl, I like now. Thankfully, she's local. Like, For real, like the time being, like yeah, exactly. I'll move to Portland in a year. You know? Hey, dude, you know, overnight drive Portland style, man. I just, I just <laughs> went to the food truck. I work. I'm a bar back at a bar. I'm 37. It's gonna be amazing. It's totally cool. Totally, it's totally cool. I got this all worked out, dude. It's gonna be great. Uh, Geppetto is letting me work at the bike shop once a week. <laughs> gonna be great man you know i really got this whole hooked up i'm working at the vegan bistro a couple nights a week oh, it's gonna be great it's cool i have five jobs to, yeah. to make rent i'm selling cds to make rent it's gonna be fucking sweet <laughs> it's good. I, I told my mom and dad to mail me my boxes of cds in the basement from when i lived there and i'm selling them so i can make my 685 dollar for half of one room rent nah, in yeah Portland. cool my my 10 roommates are gonna be really pissed if i yeah. don't yeah, Clark and Barb and Jordan and Geppetto. <laughs> oh, Geppetto lives with Geppetto you. Geppetto also lives with me. That's a thing. He threw me a bomb. He's like, "Well, all right, we'll barter. Like, if you 
fucking run if you run the electric from the streetlight outside and figure out a way to do it <laughs> i'll knock like 30 dollars off your rent and you have to walk turbo for a week he's a fair dude yeah fair dude i'll walk turbo the dog for a week could be good <laughs> i'm like do i have to use this like cast iron chain leash dude he just shrugs he's like uh, that's what he likes, you know. I mean, <laughs> it's that of the hemp rope. The hemp, yeah, the hemp rope. But he's using the hemp rope as a belt at the moment, so I can't do that. <laughs> so. well, uh, I, I hope know. Geppetto's on Facebook. Yeah, there's people talking. There's we're talking to some people right now, and it's that's just hitting them hard because they're. Oh looking, yeah, somebody's getting really salty yeah, right now. Like I just like the rope belt. I like I like the punk lifestyle. I like living with ten people. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> I like writing my name on my groceries. It's awesome. awesome. I like I like communal dishwashing. It's great. <laughs> Sometimes I splash soapy water on the uh, on the schedule. Yeah. That way, no one knows it's my turn to wash dishes. I burnt toast once, and Clara opened her f- a flower box window from on high and said, "What are you burning down there?" It was amazing. I'm trying to dry. I'm trying to dry a sundress in the clothesline that runs inexplicably across our living room. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Did I just take like not like twenty percent of our audience there? Like, yeah, look man, to your you left. Just, like home, homie, homies, and homegirls, look to your left and to your right. Like, are there like, you know, stuff? Is there stuff on the floor? And there are like people you don't know hanging out. Like, maybe you might live in a punk house. Um, mm. is there like an industrial size like hand hand lotion on top of the TV? You might punk live. House. You might live in a punk house. I get some notes on this. Yeah. That's good. I remember actually living in a punk house. We, uh, me and a few friends, were walking to Hannaford. We walked behind the uh, the friendlies yeah. that was there, and there's a little delivery window that was open. So we uh, somebody squeezed there. Actually, no. First, we went in and just stole a couple, like you know, a, a few little fucking things of ice cream. All cool. <laughs> Perfect. On the way back, though, it was still open. The cops were outside, like across the street, pulling someone over, <laughs> uh, and somebody wiggled through the thing. And we ran off with, like, 14... Actually, no, it must have been, like, four cases of, like, 14 ice cream cups each. Oh, my God, And for the next week, all we did was eat ice cream, and everyone in the house got so unbelievably sick. Like, we all got this fucking mega cold from eating nothing but ice cream for a week. (laughs) So, fucking, there's there's some classic punk house for you. So, if you get ice cream all over the place, that uh, that was liberated. That's classic Albany. That's classic Albany punk house, too, because you're stealing. Classic Albany punk house. Because you're stealing, like, because if you're an Albany punk, you're stealing shit that you don't need. You're stealing, Mm -hmm. like, dude, I just found a gross of, like, disposable razors. We should totally take this home. (laughs) It should be, it should be, it should should sit in the corner forever, and there should be, like, hats on top of it. Holy shit! Yeah, we're we're getting far off track, and Geppetto really uh, yeah, Geppetto. unplugged us. <laughs> Geppetto, I need some more hours at the bike shop. Well, you could probably work at the cafe downstairs, which is just like one coffee pot, you know. You probably work at like the it's like a combination bike rescue and also a coffee place. Where there's a laundromat outside, and you can wash yourself with a hose. Come on! It's about to fall on the floor right now. Yeah, exactly. I just described like like everywhere in Philadelphia right now too, which is amazing. Holy shit! Oh my god! Okay, wash. Well, you can we're like back. you can like you can like wash off with the hose, man. You can like you can like give you can give Turbo some water. Give Turbo a bath. Give Turbo a bath, dude. <laughs> uh, Turbo like barks oh, in approval. Man. Oh, he's a piece of punk dog. He loves it. Oh, fuck the punk dog. Holy shit. 
Yeah, if you bring if you bring your dog to a show, like I'm going to shoot you in the back with a shotgun. How about that? Makes sense. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> okay. So anyway. So. Sarah, uh, 20 minutes later, Sarah decides to come to Albany. So I'm like, awesome, cool. Uh, I'm going to blow through this um, to get to the airport scene. <laughs> okay. Over the course of the time, I talk to her and she's either drunk or uh, a couple days before she is set to leave. Uh, she is either drunk or has some sort of diabetic coma because I'm talking to her and she's getting like slurry. And then the phone Excellent. goes, the phone goes dead. Awesome. And I don't talk to her for a day calls me back and says hey i was talking to you on the phone last night and i went into like a diabetic thing and i fell and i broke my foot jesus oh that's right fuck yeah, okay. she was on crutches right yep. no, okay I remember, remember? Okay. yep so um i was like oh that's a drag thinking she can't come but i am such a charmer i am like bobby brown right such a charmer uh that I'm like, oh, it's such a drag, you can't come. And she's like, oh, I'm still going to come. It just, you have to take care of me. And I'm like, I'll take care of you. But I'm also like, but I'm also like, this is like a while ago. This is like eight years ago. So I'm like kind of a square sexually, you know? So this this will foretell later on. The fucking cast will throw me off sexually so much that it will be hard to perform. Are you serious? It will. Wow. But, okay. but let, that's about 10 minutes from now. Okay. Okay. Um, just for the people who are about to uh, X out, uh, stay with us, please. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. There's a huge spider in my room. Holy fuck. I'm just going to let it live. But ooh, yeah, Jesus. it's all right. No, but it's like it's like big. Oh, well, you're always the, I feel like every time we ever saw a spider on tour, you're like, oh, oh it's a brown recluse. It's a brown recluse. Oh, I thought oh. it was. You know, we probably had all kinds of crazy shit dr- crawl over us between Europe and here. Forget it. And like legit roaches and and creepy oh, crawlers and lice. I mean, I took a I definitely took a writ lice bath when I got mm-hmm. back from the last Euro tour. Oh fuck. Um. Anyway, wow. I thought okay. The spider went through the door frame and has now went into the living room. It's gonna right. it's Someone gonna else's problem. it's gonna bite the family dog and kill it. Um. Anyway, um, that really threw me off. That spider man. I don't like right, that. Get it. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the day comes. Uh, <clears throat> when she is to make her appearance, I see her. Uh, I'm waiting, and this is, you know, this is very. Uh, the, the Albany airport isn't set up very well, so I can't really meet her when she gets off the plane. So she has to walk through security and everything. And then I finally see her, and I'm wearing my Seattle Seahawks jacket. And she looks at me, and then she looks down at my waist mm-hmm. because I was a secret internet fatty. Yeah, and she's then she looks up at me and she's like, "Hey," <laughs> I'm like, "Hi." Look what you're in for. And I can tell, you can tell, you can tell because when you're a fat man, you can tell when somebody's scoping you out in a good oh, yeah. way. Oh yeah. And and you can tell when somebody's scoping you out in a bad way. And I was mm-hmm. getting scoped in a bad way. Um, it's cool. Uh, I bring her to my uh, car. I drive a 1993 Mazda Protégé, which you remember. I do. And uh, it was cool, but the thing was, I was such a pack rat that I had the, my back seat was completely covered in cassette tapes. I remember this as well. Yeah. In my mind, you still drive that car, actually. I drive a uh, a newer version of that car, actually. Um, no cassette tapes. Uh, now I have like Wu Tang CDs all over my back seat. <laughs> um, okay, so. But my 
my because I'm addicted to thrifting still. But I, but at the time I was addicted to thrifting, so my trunk is filled with like camcorders and VHS tapes and holders. So she just kind of throws her bag on top of the cassettes, <laughs> and I have smashes f- the downset demo. She smashes the downset demo, and oh, downset man. Oh yeah. Oh man, Ray Pritchwell. How could you? When you look at my sister, remember that one? Or man, a- what is it? Uh, anger, anger, hostility. Against- yeah, anger, anger. Yeah, anger, hostility towards the opposition. Ooh. Oh, downset. One of the worst bands ever. So bad. Remember, remember VOD, dude? Vision. Uh, I, I lived on Long Island during VOD. Oh, I remember man. them clearly. Watch up with this world. What the fuck? I can't breathe. <laughs> Great lyrics. I'm going to call some of this up to uh, to end the episode with. Oh, definitely. What's up with this world? Oh, remember the uh, the One King Down demo when that dude had like uh, his line was like, "Try and take me. You are, <laughs> you are not, not that tough." tough. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man! Keep writing those bad hardcore lyrics. People are trying oh, to get man. all introspective. You got to write some bad hardcore lyrics, man. Like local hardcore, <laughs> hold strong from innocent people being hurt by your ignorance. <laughs> Man, we had a whole slew of these. Go- Holy shit. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think of some other shit. Um, even, oh, fuck. Oh, man, I can't, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to think about yeah, it. Yeah, no, let's I'm thinking, I'm getting like a door a, better left closed. I'm, I'm like reaching for a Marlboro Red at the, right now. It's like <laughs> it's like a bad moment. But we're, I like how we're, we're kind of flowing from subject to subject. It's pretty nice. So um, the tapestry we're weaving. Yeah, we're weaving an intricate tapestry. We're we're for uh, we're weaving a coat of m- uh, m- numerous colors, many colors that you will wear uh, uh, in front of the people you care about the most. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so okay, so we get to the airport. She's like, "Cool," and we're driving, and like. I don't know what to do with people. You understand? Because I'm only, because I'm only, because so. at the time, my level of like sexual prowess slash social interaction was this girl who was a total SUNY girl. SUNY girl. If, if you're in like, if you're listening in like, you know, Taiwan right now, and I see you type person in Taiwan, I see mm-hmm. you listening every week, Taiwan, so yep. big ups. Uh, if you're listening to Taiwan right now, SUNY stands for State University of New York. It's the biggest college in Albany, and there there's people called SUNY girls who, are, who you know wear UGGs and sweatpants tucked into the top of their UGGs, and they run in packs, and they're all from Long Island. And I I managed to like land one of these girls when I was going to college, but she would come over, and our, the extent of our conversation, or the extent of our relationship, was me. Literally having sex with her as fast as I could, and then and her leaving, <laughs> like not fast as I could, like duration, but like literally just like, brrr, like I would just be like Woody the Woodpecker on her for like, <laughs> for like twenty minutes, you know. I don't know what it was. I don't know why. It was just that was it. And, These things and, sometimes happen. You just gotta <laughs> just let them happen. Right, and, and it was just that was it. And she would just do it, and it was great, and it was good. It was some good jug, good young jug, and. uh and then she would lie. Then she would leave. But she would sometimes text like while we were doing it, which was kind of awesome. weird. But whatever, cool. <coughs> On her like uh, Verizon chocolate phone or mm-hmm. like a sidekick, you know, like uh, to date uh, to date the story. Um, 
<clears throat> so I'm like, what do you do with people? Because I lived with some cool roommates, but I was like a recluse, you know? This was like, I didn't really know like where to bring her. So we just start driving around, and she's like, hey, I need to like return a bra at Target. And Target I'm, it is. And I'm like, okay, it's weird, but okay. So we walk around Target for a while. But then we just start kind of like driving around in the country. Like we take the really long way back to my apartment mm-hmm. and we're just kind of talking and chilling and like we had already kissed at this point. She's kind of warming up to me. I take her to okay. Salvation take her to Salvation Army. I try on a sombrero. She takes a picture of me. Oh, that's <laughs> cute, right? Um, she's warming up to me, you know? You know, miracles do happen. So uh, I, I say, yeah, do you like want to go get a Diet Coke at Stewart's? And she's like, so "What's Stewart's?" Yeah, for for people for people who have real stores, Stewart's is like <laughs> the upstate New York version of like Seven Eleven, but way more hokey. You know um, what though? I was saying this a few days ago. <laughs> I now that I can go to a Seven Eleven anytime I want, all I want to do is go to Stewart's. Dude, it's not bad. I go to like, Stewart's every morning. Local milk, it's cheap. Yeah. you know, good fucking conversation over the peanut buttered rolls hey, with the bud. fucking drywaller that's uh, just been drinking on his fucking lunch break. It's yeah. good. Uh, Ray Ray from Valentine's is my garbage man, and he is at that uh, fucking Stewart's every morning. That so. makes me really fucking happy. He's I'm great. glad. He's got a job as a garbage man. I, I gotta always, get Ray on here. And I always think that's the man who power slammed Jason Jetty when he tried to attack Eric Busta. <laughs> yeah, that dude, that's the dude who actually did a pro wrestling move. Yeah, he tried to attack Eric Busta over a girl, and uh, our friend JJ got power bombed by uh, a guy who looks like uh, Carl Weathers. Yeah, he got shut down in the the most way anyone's ever been shut down before. It was, <laughs> it ridiculous. was it was like way way. You know, it was like picked up and slammed on the ground. And this yeah, dude, he he was like like our man ravishing Rick Rude. He was fucking yeah. like he shut him down. Yeah, imagine like Booker T from WWF power bombing Rivers Cuomo. <laughs> and that's that's essentially exactly that's exactly essentially yeah. ex- exactly what happened. <laughs> And now I know why Ray is so big and tough because he's throwing garbage bags all night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it was cool, oh, and I saw him, gave him a bro hug. Yeah, hey, what's up, man? Um, but anyways, I take her to Stewart's, say, "Hey, do you want a diet coke?" And uh, she's like, "Cool." And I could tell she's like, "Well, why are we gonna just go to your house? Like, what's going on here?" I was on a plane for fucking fourteen hours, and I, I of course, me not thinking because I'm a fucking idiot, mid twenty year old. I'm like, "Oh well." <clears throat> so we, <laughs> we finally go to the house, and. Uh, I live with a psycho, and I live with like uh, my good friend who, um, you know, not you know, not the most social people. But I mean, they're cool. The, the whole house was a little unhinged. A little unhinged. The whole house was really. I mean, the whole house was cool, but for a lot of different reasons and ways, and and uh, there was a lot of. Uh, like if you like normal shit, probably not a cool house. Yeah, if you yeah, if you're if into you like, like quirky shit, you know, you probably find something to do there. Yeah, if you're into like uh, you know, fucking eating at Applebee's, uh, you're probably not probably not your bag. If you're into like yeah. Einstein Neubotten videos, you're probably really into living there. <laughs> um, so, I take her upstairs and like I don't really clean my room. I just kind of pile everything behind the fucking door. So there's like we kind of have to jump in my room. Because uh, I'm such a I'm such a pack rat. <laughs> I've literally got like a box of Polaroid cameras that I just won't part with. I remember my whole room now. It's like such a weird scene. Um, so uh, we jump in, but she's remember she's on uh, she's still on crutches. Yeah. Um, but she's looking good, and I think you know this is it, right? 
so we start making out and it's good. You know, it's really good. And, um, uh, so we start getting it happening and she's looking good. She looks great and she her awesome boobs and she's just looking so good. She had a bikini. She had like a Brazilian bikini wax. It was like really like first time I ever saw that in my life. Um, but over the and course a cast. of and the fucking cast, man, and I I didn't let on at the time, but um, God, I remember that now. It was like it's like it's like sensual to me, but it definitely wasn't to her at all. <laughs> um, uh, this is the first time I ever told the story because it was very embarrassing to me. Um, uh, the cast is like in the in it's like throwing me off like a lot. And I think over the in the middle or on, like right before we're about to like do it, like she informs me that her ex had an eleven inch penis. Whoa! <laughs> and I'm like, oh. I'm prepared to be disappointed. I have like I'm I'm like on a fucking good day. If I'm watching like Emmanuel in Paris, I've got like a <laughs> I've got like a I've got like a five, you know. But other than that, I'm I'm like a four and a half. I mean, it's it's all right, but you know, nobody's like, you know, you don't hear like horns playing after I fucking finish, you know. It's not, you know, it's not like you don't hear the like the Imperial March while I'm doing it or anything. It's like not, you know, there's no screams involved. So you said, "Iron, we'll prepare to text somebody and pretend you're not." Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. No wonder, no wonder that girl was texting. But um, so I I, I do it, but it's like uh. It just it doesn't my fault completely, but I'm just kind of like on top, and it's just like burr, burr, yeah, just just burr. yeah, just, just like <laughs> the trying most, anything, just the most boring missionary sex ever, and I'm really bad at it. And but I remember um, as I'm about to get off, I pull the condom off, and and totally jack on her, and she's like, <coughs> and class she's, move, yeah, and she's like, uh. <laughs> You could have like came in the condo. <laughs> I thought that's what people do. Shit, that's what? for fucking sissies. Yeah, that's for, see. I learned from fucking Peter North, man. He's my man. You know, like total mid twenties, totally porn referential sex. I totally don't know what I'm doing. Uh, total late bloomer, and I could just tell she's not having a great time. So afterwards, I'm like, hey, let's eat, and I take her to like a local burrito spot that's not great, and and we know what we're talking. Uh, about. Yeah. Uh, it's downtown. It's not great, and uh, she's not having a great time. But she's still being cute, though. She's like taking pictures and like, you know, together and all this other stuff. So I think, okay, cool. You know, I'll, I'll warm up and we'll, we'll get it going. Next day, you know, uh, we do it again, and it's a little better. I, I think I I, uh, I give it to her a, a little bit more aggressively. I think. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, she's only there for a day and a half, really. Or two days, maybe? A day and a half, I think. So, um, it's already Sunday, which we had practice on that day. We did. <laughs> uh, but it's early, so I take her out, and she's like, she's like, uh, let me see your, the record store you work at. And I am so, like, so weird about any type of social interaction that I just, my plan is then to go to Walgreens first and then just stall there until it's time to meet you dudes at practice. Jesus. <laughs> so in lieu of going to the record store, I spend about an hour just like walking around Walgreens with her. 
Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so all right, yeah, really good first impression. You were really you were worried about her meeting Justin Kiss. I was, wasn't I? I guess so. I was, I was. I don't know why. Uh, we got to get Justin Kiss back on the uh, back on the line too, man. Me too. I, I uh, he's now uh, I'm inspired. Now I want to get Ray from Valentine's on here too. I think I have to come up there and we have to track him down and get him on here. We should. He still works at Valentine's. It's that will fuck a motherfucker up. Listening yeah. to Ray in a podcast that'll like uh, that'll Ray, induce seizure. Ray has like his own like people like uh, people have told me that they like the fact that we have our own group of our own like lexicon terminology. Like we use the terms jug. We, Burn your tower, you know, eat the pussy till I burp, stuff like that. But he has his own. This dude. This dude is like, you better get that fucking bail money ready. You better get the bail money ready because there's going to be a murder tonight. You know what he's talking about? He's talking about getting laid. But he's saying that there's going to be a murder tonight. I'm going to murder. I'm going to come up there and get Ray because I just realized that if, you know, Ray's not going to be around forever. But yeah. the story of Butcher Knife Lady is going to have to live on. Oh, my God. <laughs> we might just have a Ray-centric episode if I can we, talk him into it. We should. No, we definitely can. All we'll, right. We'll, hit, we'll him, hit him up next get time him a, Get him a bottle of Shiva's Regal. I think we'll be all set. <laughs> I honestly think we'll be fine. Um, all right. So, anyway. look up, not, not only... Uh, well, we have to talk about Sean Duty in a bit, too. But uh, not only that... But not only the Sean Duty, maybe we can have the Sean Duty and Ray episode at the same time. Jesus Christ. I've also contacted uh, the management company of Larry Blackman from Cameo. And I intend to uh, interview him for this podcast as well. This should be interesting. So uh, I'm going to go to New York and him and I, uh, you, me, and him are just going to kind of talk at him. <laughs> We're just going to kick it. <laughs> We're going to kick it and I'll throw him 30 bucks. Sounds good. Sounds great. Sold. <laughs> I heard, I read on many... Uh, old guy funk message boards that he's like really hooked up on that poppy so okay uh i think maybe 30 bucks might be a good look yeah we can we can get him for half an hour yeah i'll ask him you know oh dude like can you attack me with your love video like why did you use gregory hines brother instead of gregory hines (laughs) so weird and larry fishburn's in that video too is that right yeah he's he's the uh he's the doorman at the club no shit yeah it's great uh as you just heard attack me with your love um, God, I love cameo and I don't care anyway. <laughs> so back to my depressing, awful story as everybody's in the, in uh, literally people across the world have rolled their eyes at this right now. <laughs> <coughs> um, not as good as this, the, uh, other stories, but, uh, good in the fact that it's really sad. Uh, so we spend time at Walgreens. I can tell she's getting kind of burnt out. We still have time. So we go back to my apartment and my crazy roommate is sitting on the couch, but he, when her and I sit on the couch, I sit with her on the outside, so she's in the middle between me and him, and he moves closer to her and puts yeah. on and puts on the white power documentary that was already in the VCR. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my boy. That's our boy. So she's super uncomfortable. And then we go to band practice down in South Albany where we used to practice where we wrote all those fucking hits. <laughs> All those fucking hits, man. Audrey Kishline, you know we wrote mm-hmm. that shit right there. Everything, everything we wrote there. All of Sincerely got written in there. All of Sincerely got written in there. Uh, like all that seven inch shit, all that, all that jibber jabber. Um, fucking, uh, uh, what's the name of that dude? <laughs> I forget. Jesus, a long time ago now. Um, you know, Michael Larson. Michael Larson. Yeah, so I heard somebody, a good friend of mine. Uh, from Birmingham told me that that's one of her favorite songs. So, 
So there, there you go. Uh, I'm still really turned on to that idea of, of doing the gypsy end of a year project. <laughs> <laughs> playing all those, playing all the old songs again. It's already falling off the radar. Yeah, exactly. Uh, playing all the good old songs. Maybe I'll do like an Adam and his package thing where I'll just play them all myself on like a one man band. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, no, maybe, ooh. maybe not so much. Imagine Booker T from WWF uh, power bombing Adam and his package. Yes, exactly. <laughs> How not many, for any other reason than just picture it. How many times in the late '90s and early 2000s did we sit through Adam and his package to see a good, to see shit. to see like a, the band we wanted to see? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I can't even. Oh my God! So many times, oh, countless oh times. Oh my God! And then like people would act all giddy to see him, and then like. Ooh, people would play Foursquare in between bands. Mm-hmm. Well, remember that time that the Scott uh, and they tried that shit in Albany, and this dude uh, Scott Seguin, who is a good friend of mine, uh, a good friend of ours, and likes the avid podcast, listener as well. Avid listener uh, <laughs> took a fucking knife and popped that ball, <laughs> and that was like the fucking that was the most. That was at the old VF. That was at the uh, AOH. That was at the AOH <laughs> <Yep>. hall. That's <laughs> when. Uh, um, Oh, I forget who played with uh, Drop Dead. I think played with Thursday or oh, some Drop weird Dead shit. Drop Dead played every fucking show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he popped that fucking ball, and he's just like, "Do something about it." It was so good. <laughs> Probably one of my best hardcore memories is the day somebody popped the fucking four square ball. It was like that cute shit. Uh uh-uh. uh, not cute. Oh man! All right, go fucking go put peanut butter on a bagel, motherfucker. Um, you know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> we got serious fucking hardcore business to do here. God damn it. Um, okay, so we bring her to practice, and you motherfuckers act like she's an alien and don't give her any type of fucking justice or looks. Or In warmth. our defense, you just showed up at practice with some girl in <laughs> who didn't speak the whole time. <laughs> Well, it's like you brought a mannequin in to just like hang yeah, out in the corner. It was I know weird. with a cast on. With I know a cast on. Whatever, dude. Uh, but you guys made her feel uncomfortable. Oh God! And we, sorry, sorry, yeah, my bad. And my we, yeah, it was. Uh, well, because I remember I was like, I don't know if I can make the practice, dudes. And you're like, we have to. We were trying to write an album. I don't, I don't forget what we were writing for or whatever. <laughs> okay. But like, it was great. Uh, but then you know, like. Uh, we get back to my house. I th- I don't remember too much about it. We get back to my house, and we she takes a shower. This is the best. Takes a shower, and she gets water inside her cast. Oh. And I'm too much of an asshole to, like, help her out. I, I just don't know what to do. And meanwhile, our bathroom was like a fucking Petri dish. Talk about punk house, right? And I'm like, she's, she's going to get, like, infected. Because she's got, like, a compound-type fracture, you know? Jesus. Yeah, and then, but then I have the balls after she gets, like, water in her cast, and she pretty much is having, like, the worst day because we did nothing. I get, I have the balls to, like, still try and have sex with her. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, one more for the road, huh? Not only, not only, yeah, one more for the road, but I also do it with, like, the worst way girls in the audience back me up, the worst fucking dude way to initiate sex, the boner in the leg. Oh. <laughs> Check it out. Check it out what I've got. Check out what you do to me. I've got a raging heart on and it's Jesus going into your Christ. upper right thigh as you have your back turned to me. As you're trying frantically to get water out of your cast. Yeah, as you're trying to fucking dr- with a drain water out of your cast with a gas siphon. Unbelievable. 
So that was my thing. And then, but the next day we make out and I, I touched her vagina and, and we almost did it. And then we didn't. And then she left. And then we didn't really talk after that. Never to be seen again. Never saw her again. But wow. she's still Facebook friends with me inexplicably. So I guess that's it. Um, Just look at the the occasional message. No, I don't. All really? The message, no shit. No, well, she listened to the podcast and thought the Spokane. Oh, story, that's right. She, yeah, and she she got at us on the Tumblr, and I, she thought the Spokane was story was funny, but she actually wanted me to detail her story. There you go. Maybe she has fonder or more fonder memories of it than I do, but I thought that I, I was I was all around a douchebag. <laughs> Maybe she can uh, contribute to I fucked here. Uh. Yeah, she could actually. <laughs> three, away, <laughs> three away Delaware Avenue. Uh, actually, yeah, and uh, just to advertise before we, we usually do, but I fucked here is now open to all submissions. There you go. So, Andrew, Sean Duty. Um, I've been meaning, I'll get around to it. I, yeah. You know, yeah. I got yeah. a lot of shit I got to write, and I don't want to write. Any, for somebody who yeah. tries to write things and, you know, would like to write things for a living, I don't ever fucking do it. So, there you go. <laughs> well, I mean, you could start with your own apartment. That's true. I fucked here. Uh, or you can start with, uh, you know, um, your apartment on Kent Street. Or, um, Kent Street? West Street. You, West Street, sorry. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, we can start with that one. That's a good <laughs> <laughs> or, um Or the uh, bathroom stall at the fuse box. Yep, okay. You can do that as well. Okay. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> still sick. Um... I actually did a bump of cocaine. I'm actually totally still sick. I just feel really hopped up right now. You're just really just fucking bouncing off the walls. <laughs> I really am. Um, oh, I uh, yet another million dollar idea. I'm going to do this every week. My new million dollar idea of the week. Okay. Ready for this shit. Now, it's a restaurant where in between <laughs> the kitchen and the dining room is a little tabletop photo studio. And you order on your fucking, you order on an iPad and before your food comes out, they Instagram the food for you and text it to you before you actually get your meal. Wow. Yeah, let that shit marinate. But what if I don't have an iPad? Oh, well, then you're not eating at this fucking restaurant, are you? You fucking poor son of a bitch. Luddite. You're going to KFC then. <laughs> I guess I'm going to Popeye's. Can't wait. <laughs> <coughs> I think that's a million dollar idea, Andrew. Boy, that's how you what, buddy. So I'm going to pitch that to somebody. You should. No, you should pitch it to a uh, an athlete. I don't. <laughs> Definitely should. Pitch I'm going to get Ocho Cinco on fucking uh, on Twitter. Yeah, pitch it to Tiki Barber. It'd be perfect. <laughs> Tiki Barber actually runs a service where you can, like, you know, get pancakes with Dennis Rodman for, like, 10 grand. Is that right? Yeah. I'll it's get like a Tiki a Barber with this. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, it's like a celebrity hangout service. But You, you know, know as, as long as we're talking about sports and we're boring people. Yeah. Uh, I you know, I talked a lot of shit, but I fixed my sling box today, and I watched the Yankees, and I was super happy to watch the Yankees play Great. in spring training. I know. So I, I can't I I can't deny it. Uh, I I actually can't wait to drive around and listen to John Sterling and Susan Waldman yeah. on Monday. Call me what you will, but yeah, <laughs> we we got a new outfielder. Fucking, I forgot. I forgot that Jeter makes all these guys shave, so I forgot that Kevin Euclid had to shave that awful shit off his face. Oh, he did. Oh, good. You can't even recognize him. It's actually if, oh, if you don't you wear your glasses, if you're me and you don't wear your glasses, you don't even realize it's happening. You turn the sound off. It just that, looks like another asshole. That's great. Um, actually, because my big point of contention with Kevin Euclid was his completely complete cocksucker fucking goatee. 
I hated it so much. Yeah, now fucking Jeter shut that down. Good. And you and now we have Vernon Wells who yeah, we got Vernon Wells. continue to do nothing. <laughs> Seriously, I'm, I'm wondering if maybe I can play first base if I just like throw my hat in the ring. Well, the Angels, I feel like my batting average has to be close to Vernon Wells. The Angels ate $28 million yeah. to get rid of him. You have to yeah. really suck. Like yeah. You have to completely suck. <laughs> it's it's going to be a fucking rough season. And he was standing in the way of Pujol's DH spot. So it's <sighs> like... Uh, meanwhile, the Seahawks are fucking ruling. Any other people... Uh, uh, give me a break with that fucking... Any other team shit. <laughs> Seriously. If you don't like the Seahawks, you could fuck off. <laughs> we're loaded for bear, and we're going to win a Super Bowl this year. This and is I it? Am, this is the one? Uh, yeah, and I'm going to put a picture of my hard cock on Facebook and say, line up. All right, assholes? <laughs> Men, women, animals, line up. We're catching that game this year. That's it. We're doing it. The minute oh, tickets go on sale, we're getting that Andrew, shit. please, just let me I'm know. I'm on it. Please. Moment they go on sale, we'll get good seats. I'm wearing my fucking Seahawks jersey, Seahawks gloves, Seahawks Zubaz. Uh, I have it all. <laughs> and some dude from like, you know, T-neck, New Jersey is going to like, you know, break a fucking board over my head or some shit. Oh, yeah, but you're going to you will absolutely be assaulted. I can't wait. It's going to be that's going to be the best part. And you're going to document the whole thing. Without a doubt. No, no question. We, we should have like a redo of Sean Duty's Dodgers game experience where he just wears a, a, a black long sleeve Paxton Quigley t-shirt <laughs> and a fucking black jeans and just eats nachos and pretends he's sick. That'd be perfect. Uh, uh, I have to go. It's cold. It's cold here. Who's Joe Torre? <laughs> it wouldn't be a, a podcast without a little Sean Duty talk. Nah, you gotta pepper him in there. I love Sean Duty. I miss him and I heard that, uh, I heard that he's doing well. So, you heard that? I heard that. Yeah, I, I uh, I've heard through the grapevine that he's uh, he's doing good. All right. Well, there you go. He's there you go. I also had an idea to take the uh, also an idea surrounding cameo, um, to take the song "Attack Me with Your Love" and make a video of Sean Duty walking down like down one way street like the, down the street and then like a storyboard like it would open with like Sean Duty walking down the street and then it would be like a girl looking at him and then like eventually like a horde of girls would be following him and then it would like halfway through the song it would like go into like this weird Caligula scene where like everybody's <laughs> everybody's like fucking Sean Duty and like people are trying to break in you know it's fucking oh my god that's where Sean Duty's fucking everybody and they're trying to break in and like like oh, it's like girls are like drinking water because they're so worn out because they've been fucking so hard and like shit. It'd be like really good, right? It's like a good video. That reminds me. Uh, speaking of Sean Duty and Caligula shit. Oh no! The, the response to the Sean Duty dating game has been zero. Underwhelming. Zero. <laughs> underwhelming to say the least. Hey, do you know how many uh, a uh, tweets slash Facebook slash Tumblr things we got about the um, uh, Sean Duty dating game? Not many. Zero. Zero. Point <laughs> zero. So if you want to see that shit happen, someone's gonna you're gonna have to fucking uh, offer one of your uh, your lady friends up on the altar. Honestly, it would be neat. I'm not saying it would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anyone would enjoy it. It would be neat if women out there, or men who know women, or fucking a man. I don't know how Sean Duty rolls these mm-hmm. days. If you could see it in your heart or in your loins to 
give Sean Duty a chance on the Sean Duty dating game because we need to get this material up and running. I need an excuse to go to New York again. That is true. And because I want to go down there, but I, we need like women in the room. Okay. So, there, I mean, we have almost 300 followers. We have uh, weekly hits on the Tumblr uh, and, and uh, over 1,000 unique hits a week on the Tumblr. Is that right? Um, yeah. And we have uh, almost 20,000 downloads. And not one person. <laughs> no, it's yeah, that's that's a bleak scene. Yeah, not one fucking person. Come on, come on, attack him with your love, you and go. the winner gets to star in the Sean Duty uh, cameo video remake, where everybody gets to fuck Sean Duty at the end. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. All right, we're closing in on an hour right now. It's getting late for us. We're both a little bit under the weather. Yeah. I'm going to leave this on you. Okay. Do you want to pull the plug on this a little bit earlier than usual and then do another episode uh, sometime later next week that's all questions? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to try and knock out a couple questions now? Uh, let's do a couple questions now. What the okay. hell? Because solic- I solicited the audience earlier, so some people submitted, so they're expecting some some fresh blood. Let's so. do some questions. Well, somebody already asked for more Internet Romeo stories. Got t- got you taken care of, Doug. There you go. Um, somebody said that they enjoy their my take on life, and I have a great way of revealing the humor in dark situations. Thank you. It's the story of my life. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> um, okay. How old is too old to be playing in a punk band? Especially if the band is, by all standards, completely unsuccessful. You're asking the right dudes. Uh, It's all good fun, but at some point you're just a sad old dude up on stage trying desperately to hold on to his youth, right? (laughs) P.S. Not referring specifically to you guys to insult you. (laughs) Okay, asshole. Just a general question. Also, same question. But the band is rock and roll band, not a punk band. Uh, okay. Um, well, my answer is never, never. In fact, my answer is you shouldn't be allowed to play music in public until you're 45. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> uh, um, I uh, I never I never I mean I. Let's see. I saw uh, when I lived in London. I saw uh, the band. Um, Youth Brigade, and they were old and uh, ugly and weird and <laughs> stupid and looked like they were having a terrible fucking time. And but then I looked at a video of Youth Brigade from like 1982, and they looked old and stupid mm-hmm. and they looked like they weren't having a very good time. So I guess it's all in the game. If you are an old miserable fuck and your only source of income is like touring Europe twice a year. Um, and like people buying your shirts on like, you know, fucking audiokiller.org or some <laughs> bullshit, then I guess, yeah, you're probably an old fuck and you should probably just try to get a job as garbage man. But if you genuinely enjoy what you do, that's cool. You know, honestly, cause you're going to be old too someday. You fucking 20 year old piece of shit. Yep. And, and, uh, no one's going to feel your jive and it's going to be harder to get laid and it's going to be fucking, you're going to, you're going to get out of breath going upstairs and shit. So why not just go out and have a good time? Try to make it last as long as you can. Yeah. The I'm, idea of playing music in my sixties and playing music with people still, even though I'm yeah. 60, still don't get. 
is fucking warms me. It's wonderful. Yes, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm starting a. I'm starting a new band uh, soon. There you go. The name. The name of the band is Trigger Warning. How cool is that? <laughs> Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Trigger. It's about. I'm just gonna write lyrics about how I spend too much, and how I'm like a uh, sex addict, dude. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be terrible. And uh, and it's going to be uh, I'm going to do a four song demo and uh, it's going to be forgotten by largely by the public and nobody's going to care. Excellent. All right. Excellent. I'm going to delete that question. <laughs> I think I already did. Yeah. Do you guys have tattoos? I do not. I do. Andrew does. I have two I'd like more, but every time I have money in my pocket, I think of uh, 20 things I'd like to buy more yes, than a tattoo. Andrew buys. Every time Andrew needs, wants to get a tattoo, he instead buys a shiny new pair of shoes. Yeah. Win-win. Basically. Win-win. Um, both of us. Uh, what are your thoughts on wearing sweatpants in public? I mean, all right. I don't know. You're um, going to look like an asshole if you're comfortable looking like an asshole. I mean... Go ahead. I went to Stewart's in yoga pants today. Oh, so there you go. Did you look like an asshole? I looked like an asshole with <laughs> with nice round buns. There actually. you go. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I got was some it looks. one of the Lululemon ones that you can see through. It was a pair of um, Gap body extra smalls that my ex girlfriend <laughs> left, and I was wearing them. I take a nap when I come home from work, and I just put my like. Uh, fucking vans on and just rolled with it. Then I had my jacket on and I had yoga pants. So it just looked like I had black legs because they're so tight. I'm really sad I missed this. Yeah, I, it's cool. I went and bought two Coke Zeros because I'm healthy. Um, okay. Uh, how about a last question? All right. What do you got? Well, there's two relationship type questions here. And we and that makes me think that... Uh, we have to get Gabrielle on the relationship. We have a lot yeah. of like themes coming up. Got a lot of shit to do. Yeah, yeah. we we can't be getting sick like this all the time. No, we got uh, to start taking fucking vitamin C and echinacea. Yeah, seriously. Um, okay, here I'm gonna I'm gonna do this one, Hans. <clears throat> if you really like the girl, and she probably likes you too, but <laughs> disapproves some element of your personality, what would you do? <laughs> that's every relationship I've ever been in. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Wow. Uh, keep pushing till she accepts you the way you are or quit that shit. Example, you're into football, but your supposed partner wants you to quit watching, talking, thinking about it, and start reading books she gave you instead. Partner sounds like a fucking lunatic. Oh, my God. Jesus. Yeah. First of all, there is a balance that can be struck here pretty easily. <laughs> Uh, I like football. Um, every woman I've ever dated thinks I'm a moron for liking football. However, I still read books. It's called The Spirit of Compromise. Uh, it's called uh, Meeting in the Middle and Not Being Such a Rigid Prick. <laughs> it's called um, You Don't Have to Keep Pushing Till She Accepts You the Way You Are. Just be into what you're into and she'll be into what she's into. And you'll meet in the middle somewhere. Like, she'll, you know, do what she wants to do while you watch football. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, if you're in a healthy, normal relationship, um, she'll, like, go do something she wants to do. Or she'll sit on the couch and fucking stare at the computer and not pay attention to you. 
Or look at you watching football with this really, really fucking sad, despondent look. Right. And then text other people. Text other people. What am I doing with my life? My husband's a moron. You know, I, just oh, that it, easy. It's fine. It's cool. It works. Listen. You know, it's it's normal. That's part of being in a normal, healthy relationship is to like shit that she doesn't like. You like to cook. She likes to throw frying pans at you. Yeah. Win win. Yeah, I like. Uh, she likes to cook. I like to fucking make her get me a beer. <laughs> All right, Mickey. Uh, look, I'm going. Beer's getting a little low over here. I know you're cooking, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's part of cook, part of the meal. Beer. You know? I'm such an ass. On the way home today, we're, we, me and Gab came home, we were going to make chili. Like, mm. oh, cool, we're going to make chili. Very, very exciting. Haven't had it in a while. Delicious. I got so excited about having a sling box that she ended up, even though she's sick, <laughs> ended up making the chili, and I'm just sitting there being like, all right, cool, yeah, very was... well, struck out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what You're a chauvinist asshole. I really am. Making her cook. <laughs> She must hate you. I get you. some angry, uh, angry thumper questions for that. She hates you. She hates you inside. Oh, well, you know let's what? Let's do this. Okay, okay, go ahead. No, no. Well, let's. I like your ideas much better than mine. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say is, let's do this. Since it's getting late, we will have to work in the morning. We're uh, yeah. getting a little spacey. I propose that we do an entire, an entire Tumblr question marathon mm. next episode. All right, we will. Just knocking them out. <laughs> episode 17. Episode 17, episode. Q&A. Q&A. <laughs> Ask away. Love it. And then I won't feel so bad about cutting this episode uh, earlier than usual. Yeah. <laughs> Not an hour and a half as usual. Yeah. All right. But I'm starting to see spots. I'm starting to get tired. We're going to have to pull the plug on this one. Sounds good. Cool. All right. Well, this is uh, this is a 70% healthy overnight drive. What do you think? 70% sound about right? Yeah, 70% is good. Live, 70 from, is good. Live from the filthy, dirty uh, punk house where you rent the living room for 70 bucks. <laughs> you just put a sheet up and it's cool. Put a sheet up and it's cool, man. People oh, can yeah. hear you, but they pretend they can. It's all right. It's totally fine, man. You're playing loud records. Somebody fucking backs into your sheet and you're like, this mm-hmm. is my space, man. Yeah, they, they pull a bike in too close and the wheel fucking rolls over your pillow. You don't oh, notice because you're, uh, you're drunk during the day. If I uh, leave a bike on the stairs, I fucking hate that shit. <laughs> well, it's raining out. It's, it's, ra- it's fucking... It's, ugh, I step over a bike. Fuck. Anyway. <laughs> so it's like, of course, somebody took the fucking light bulb out of the fucking hallway, so you can't see shit. No, I and needed then, it in the kitchen. Oh yeah, you needed a kitchen or in your your single fucking bare lamp fucking light bulb in your fucking <laughs> stupid cave you live in. So I, I, maybe I'll tell some punk house stories next week too, because this is uh, really hitting me hard. The punk house episode. Fuck. Oh, God. I hate that shit so yeah, much. That, that's the episode where we both shoot ourselves at the end. That's hey, it. I made a pulley system so I don't have to get up to open the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fucking Blade Runner. Fuck off. <coughs> oh, Gepetto. Okay, Geppetto. Just fucking falling here. Oh, look, I spray painted the bike wheel, a bike wheel, the fucking front door so everybody knows where we live. <laughs> everyone knows where we are. <laughs> Oh man! All right, seventy percent healthy overnight drive. (laughs) (laughs) It's over, but hey, it came so fast. Uh, Yeah, here we are. It came and went. Came and went. Um, You can get us uh, Facebook.com slash overnight drive, Twitter.com overnight underscore drive, or overnightdrive.com. 
Yes, and uh, I guess our sister site now is ifuckedhere.tumblr.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I got about try, I'm trying to get ifuckedhere.com, but I'm having trouble wrestling it away from the sketchy porn dude. <sighs> but never fear. And uh, the submissions have been going good so far. People have been submitting. Thank you. Cool. I'll do one this week. Remind me. I will. <laughs> and uh, so nothing left to do but cue the music. Cue the music. See you soon. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.